struggling to get things done because your schedule keeps getting interrupted by clients' needs? Do you have clients that expect you to be available 24-7? What about the amount of time that you spend going back and forth with team members asking for the same stuff time and time again? In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through a key strategy to help you avoid this and turn it into a win-win for everyone so you can ultimately regain control of your schedule and reclaim your time. So let's get started. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure-it-out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Happy Monday, friends, and welcome to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and today I just want to start by asking you, have you ever been in a position where you started working with a client and you were so excited when they chose to work with you? You saw clearly how they need your help and you're confident that you can offer the right solution that they need. I mean, they seem like your ideal client, so you're pumped when you start working together. You love the idea of working with them, but there's just one issue. They drain you. They drain you because they reach out nonstop throughout all hours of the evening, or they're sending you messages through the wrong platform. Maybe even send that, hey, did you get my voicemail kind of text. You know the kind that I mean. Or maybe you've got a team member that you see, yes, this person could totally be a great fit on our team. You see so much potential in them. You know that they are completely capable of being a rock star. But you're always having to ask for that report or to update the project status or they're sending way too much info or maybe not even enough. You're having to go back and forth with them, which drains you. And quite frankly, it takes up your time in a way that could be totally avoided. And yet, there's still this part of you that feels pulled to placate them, whether that's by responding to this client at 9 o'clock at night or to keep asking this team member for the update statuses every single week. I mean, after all, without this paying client or this team member's help, How will you get to where you want to be in your business if you don't, right? Wrong. Stick with me here because I know that we like to be easygoing and we want to pick our battles. I mean, we do have a ton on our plate already. But in reality, there actually are constructive ways to avoid all of this frustration that's actually a win-win for everyone. And I know this might sound a little crazy, 
but that's why I'm asking you to stick with me. Let me walk you through this, okay? The first step really is going to be to recognize what our boundaries are. Boundaries, by the very definition in this sense, are the limits that we set with other people, which indicate what we find acceptable and unacceptable in their behavior towards us. I mean, this can be true no matter the relationship, whether it's personal or professional. But right now, let's keep in this professional stage. Because these boundaries, they're going to be different for everyone. And they certainly can change at different stages of your business. When you start out, you might have a higher tolerance level for certain things because you know that it takes a little bit more to get everything going off the ground. Versus when you're experienced and you've earned that space where you're saying, you know what, I'm not doing that anymore or I expect more or you have realized what you expect and so now you can actually communicate that. Because in fact, I would encourage that as your business evolves, so should your boundaries and your expectations. You might need to readjust periodically or in different seasons to accommodate changes in your strategies and goals, which means that your boundaries and your expectations in these different seasons are likely going to be different too. For example, when I first started my business in real estate, I would work seven days a week, partially because it was new and I was excited and also extremely motivated to get it off the ground but also because I felt like that's what I needed to be. I needed to be available for everybody on their time all the time. You know, I would be on my computer working on paperwork until 10 p.m. Often because I had been ran ragged by everything else and I would be falling farther behind if I didn't do it. And while it certainly wasn't protecting my time-blocked priorities, I would be fine to take last-minute appointments. Move my lead generation time to meet you? Sure, no problem. Take a client call while I'm at my son's football game? Why not? Input the info myself? Okay, I mean, it's got to get done either way. Ignore the fact that an onboarding step was skipped? Sure, I'm not in the mood for a tough conversation today anyway. But eventually, these things didn't work for me anymore. I got to a place where I was actually growing resentful. And then your energy is shifted in many areas of your business and really in your personal life too. It has this domino effect. So while I waited a couple of years to put some hard boundaries around my availability with my clients, I'm here to tell you I wish I hadn't have waited that long, especially after seeing how easy it was and how much they really did respect them. And I'm going to say this again for people who haven't heard me say it before. The ones that don't respect these boundaries and these expectations, they are not your ideal client. You see, the, the root cause of most frustration in business and life is often this divergence between expectations and reality. To minimize that, it's imperative that we really master this art of setting clear expectations with our clients and with our team members. Y'all, it's not that tall of an order. It might sound like one, but don't worry. Like I said, I'm going to walk you through some more strategies to guide you through this journey. And before I forget any any further, 
I want to mention that you have this free journal down in the show notes and it's called the Beautiful Boundaries Journal because I wanted to make sure I offered you some additional guidance at putting this into practice more. So there's some worksheets there. So click into the show notes, download your free journal because this is going to help you continue this practice even beyond this episode. I just didn't want to forget, okay? So moving forward, as entrepreneurs, you guys... We are problem solvers at heart, but problem solving requires understanding the problem first. So step into the shoes of your clients or your team members, understand their needs, their pressures, their fears. So basically, I want you to start with empathy. This empathy is going to guide your communication. It helps you set expectations that respect their perspectives. Because sometimes clients just want to know that they're important, that you haven't forgotten about them. And sometimes they're like me and their brain is remembering that thing that they wanted to share and they don't want to forget it and it just so happens to be, you know, at 10 p.m. or 6.30 in the morning. But when we try to see things from a different perspective, we can recognize that not all of their action is intentionally disregarding these boundaries or these expectations that we've set which then allows us to approach the situation with way more ease and a calmer tone. So that leads me into this communication that you're going to need to have. You need to create an open dialogue, basically explaining your vision of how how things are going to work, you know, what what are the next steps? Maybe it's a boundary that you have or expectations that you have with a project that your team is working on. So you might discuss the strategies as to how you're going to achieve your overall outcome. Talk to them about the updates that you want to see. might be beneficial to address how each task actually contributes to the big picture and why you want to know where you're at on track with everything. It just really depends on what your team style is like. But at the end of the day, if you want weekly updates to include XYZ, then you need to communicate that. And whenever the first time it happens that you don't get that, then you communicate with them and say, hey, I had set this expectation. I really need this report to include XYZ. I don't need all of the extra fluff, but when it doesn't include this, I'm having to take extra time to go and and find the information. So can you make sure next week that you send it to me this way? Sometimes it just means that we have to reset those expectations and give somebody the opportunity to meet them. It's not like a one and done kind of thing, right? For clients, it's going to be letting them know up front the best ways for them to communicate with you. What are your hours of availability? How are you going to respond to them? Is there a specific platform or means of communication that you need that communication to go through? You know, I know a lot of people that use Slack or, you know, text messages so that all of their team members can stay on the same page to be able to help them, right? But when you set those expectations, you reduce the frustration when you have to go back and course correct if it's gotten off track. I remember I changed my voicemail in 2020 and I changed it to say this and it still says this on my real estate line today. If you have reached me after 7 p.m. or on a Sunday or on a holiday, I will return your call the next business day. I also set these same expectations 
whenever I meet with my clients now. And you know what? They typically say something like, good for you. You need to take that time. And yeah, I do still get the occasional text late at night. But now, because I've set these expectations, it usually starts with, I know it's after hours, no need to respond until the morning, right? So I I feel respected with that. And even if it doesn't include that, I know that I don't have this pressure to respond to them at 10 p.m. because they already had that expectation set that I will get back to them the next business day. Now, if they're that client in the very beginning that we talked about that just keeps on, keeps on, keeps on going, well, that's our flag that's raising that says they might not be our ideal client if they don't respect that. And sometimes it's you that doesn't respect your boundaries. You teach people how to treat you. So if you're going to be frustrated that you're getting messages at 10 p.m. and you've told them that you don't take messages or respond after 7, but there you are doing it anyway, well, then you need to set some boundaries for yourself because they're not going to respect that. Well, she said that, but she keeps responding to us, so how do I know if that's true or not? I'm just going to go ahead and send it to her anyway. So even in my coaching business, I set hours and I utilize specific communication apps that I can gray out on my phone after those set business hours so that I reduce the pressure on myself to respond. Again, you've got to clearly set these expectations, which will help eliminate confusion. It's going to reduce that risk of disappointment and and frustration and really It's going to reduce the pressure and the overwhelm for both parties. Remember, clarity on our expectations, it's not just power. It's peace. Setting expectations reduces frustrations. I say it all the time. (laughs) When you establish these clear boundaries about what your expectations are and what others can expect from you, You're communicating your standards and your values very transparently. And honestly, that promotes an environment of mutual respect. And it fosters trust in return. I mean, again, I feel like it reduces stress and I'm avoiding potential conflict. I am avoiding potential misunderstandings. Doesn't mean that it won't slip in occasionally. But I avoid the majority of it. And when that happens, there's this domino effect of goodness that happens around you. You and your team, right? You're able to be more productive. You're not putting out all these unnecessary fires. You're focusing on the priority tasks that you had laid out rather than chasing the squirrel every time someone tries to bust through that boundary barrier. You're not running yourself ragged, pushing everything to the end of the day at 10 p.m. to do in front of your laptop because you didn't stick with your priority tasks during the day because you were responding to every little, I need this and I need that, even during that time that didn't work for you. And again, this domino effect of goodness, (laughs) it lends itself to your personal well-being too. You know, As entrepreneurs, we're usually caught in this relentless pursuit of success and at times neglecting our own well-being. You know it's true. Setting clear boundaries is going to enable you to carve out time for self-care and personal growth 
and personal relationships. It reminds you that you're not just an entrepreneur, but you're also a person deserving of relaxation, joy, and care. Y'all, this balance is vital for your long-term success and happiness. Establishing boundaries, it's an empowering act. It signifies that you have the confidence to stand up for what you believe in, what you believe you deserve, to prioritize your needs, and to lead with integrity. This sense of empowerment and confidence, it's going to fuel you. It's going to drive you towards success in so many areas of your life. So as you navigate your path, especially as an entrepreneur, remember that your dreams, they deserve respect. Your efforts deserve recognition. And you, friend, you deserve a journey filled with joy, fulfillment, and balanced growth. Boundaries, they're not about restriction. They're about freedom. The freedom for you to keep dreaming big, work passionately, and live abundantly. So, draw your boundaries, friends. Set your expectations. And then sit back and watch as you create a beautiful alignment of success and serenity.